here with another episode of the Time for Your Mind podcast. And so if you are like most people out there, the holidays are pretty exciting, but also very, very stressful. And it's really interesting owning a therapy clinic around this time because we are popping off with people having a lot of family stress, financial stress, all that sort of stuff. So on this episode, I am going to address um, the family piece, the party piece, and you're going to learn how to do what you want this holiday season without feeling bad about it. And that's really the thing a lot of my clients are coming to me with, is talking about how in their perfect world, they kind of know about boundaries, but there's a lot of guilt going on and a lot of um, pressure and expectations. And that feeling bad is what pushes them to be doing things they don't want to do. And it's kind of crazy. If you think about how much time and money we spend on the holiday season, the very least we should do, we should be able to enjoy it, you know, or at least part of it. So that is what I'm going to talk about today. So let's start with the setting boundaries piece. And as I mentioned, most people out there have a pretty good idea of the boundaries they wish they could set or feel like they should be able to set. But in case you don't, I really want you to start with thinking about if your holidays went exactly as planned, or no, I'm sorry, if your holidays went exactly the way you would want them to, what would that look like? So I was talking to a friend and she was telling me about how much pressure she feels to go to her in-laws. And she's, you know, pregnant and stressed out and worn thin and it seems like a lot driving all over the place to see all the families and do all this stuff. And, you know, then there's her husband feeling pressured from, you know, his side of the family, even though she's not even sure he really wants to do it. So if we're using this example, and I asked my friend this, you know, I said, if your Thanksgiving was exactly what you wanted it to be, what would that look like? And she's like, honestly, I just have whoever over in the morning and, you know, for a few appetizers and I wouldn't have to go anywhere. And then my husband and I could just enjoy that quiet time alone. And that would actually feel like a holiday to me. And so that is the boundary she needs to set. Um, whether your boundary is you wanting to host at your house and not drive around, or you just wanting to be with your immediate family. Or I have a client who doesn't want to go drive to see her family. She's a single woman and just wants to hang out alone. And, you know, it's it's really, a lot of times people feel so pressured, they don't even give themselves permission to quote unquote dream about what they wanted to do this holiday season. And I was talking to another friend about how funny it is that you think when you're a kid that when you're an adult, you'll be able to just do whatever you want. But if we're being honest with ourselves, for a lot of us, that pressure doesn't really change. So, you know, and 
it's there's a part of us too that wants to please people and wants to make them happy and doesn't want to shake things up. But I saw a really interesting quote that that resonated where a lot of times the healthiest person in, in a family is the one who seems like they're causing the most trouble because they're the one that are kind of saying, no, 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 I'm not perpetuating this craziness. I'm not doing this anymore. And because everyone else is just going along with it, that person seem, seeming like the trouble, that person seeming like, you know, the other people in the family might hate this just as much, but they're not going to do anything and ruffle any feathers. So, you know, setting boundaries, especially family boundaries is so hard just to validate you guys before we get into the self-assurance piece of the not feeling bad about it part, which we'll get to. I just want to say that um, holidays are so interesting because it's almost like they take us out of this life that we've built on our own, this life that we've created that works really well for us. And they zoom us back in time to potentially some of our trauma or micro traumas or whatever it may be, whether it's we're in our childhood home or we're dealing with family members we don't see when we don't feel like we have to because it's a holiday. And so that's why it's particularly hard for people. It's also hard because a lot of times it, it triggers this what my family should be stuff. So now I'm getting a little off topic, but Step one is really thinking about the boundaries you want, you know, if you want to enjoy yourself and or you just want to do what seems right for you. You know, one of my clients has a very elderly mother and although she really doesn't like going to see her, she's a very difficult relationship with her. She still feels like it's the right thing to do. And we've worked on the boundaries with, okay, how long are you going to stay? How long, how much are you going to let the things she say get to you? You know, what are you going to do to help her clean? And what are you going to let go of? So boundaries can look all sorts of ways to make things that you want to do, you're choosing to do, feel right. Okay. So kind of like everything else I do, it all really, really boils down to self-assurance because the reason we don't follow through with our boundaries or sometimes even give ourselves permission to dream or set boundaries is because we feel guilty. We feel pressured. We're afraid of having people be mad at us or being that person that's the, the troublemaker in the family. And here is where I've seen self-assurance have the most success is where instead of focusing on the people around us and what they think, we really start to recenter ourselves into what do we think about what we're doing. And that is really the, the heart of self-assurance. And I especially get into this in my um, lesson one of the course, which is really boiling down self-assurance and helping you understand it. Because like I've said before, it's not just feeling confident or going into this like, I don't care mode, because you do care. You do care what your family thinks. You care what your coworkers think. You care what your friends think, whatever it may be. Care what society thinks. But you can care what people think. You can care what your family thinks and know that you have a right to do what you're doing. 
And so when we're too focused on pleasing other people or hoping they don't get mad at us, we're not listening to our own voice of what's right or wrong. And a really interesting thing about this is that whenever our friends tell us about situations in our life, it's so easy for us to tell them they have a right to think, say, do whatever they want to do, whatever boundaries they want to set. But if we're in a habit of thinking about other people, what they think, not wanting to be a troublemaker, not wanting to upset anyone, not wanting to cause any tension, you know, sometimes I've heard people say, you're ruining Christmas, you're, you know, whatever. That can be heavy. And, you know, that's why it is really hard sometimes to lean into self-assurance and do what makes you happy because that other stuff can feel too heavy. But if you're really in a state of strong self-assurance, you can take a step back, look at it from the outside and, and know that you have a right to do what you're doing. You have a right to give to your own family, whether that's you and your cat, whether that's you and your eight kids, whether that's you and your boyfriend or girlfriend, whether that's you, you know, I have a client who's going away to a tropical location with her best friend. You, if you're an adult, you have a right to do whatever you want to do. And you would tell anyone you love the same thing. And that is what I want you to ground yourself in and know that even if other people tell you that, you know, they, they feel X, Y, and Z, they're entitled to feel that way. But that doesn't mean that you love the people in your life any less. That doesn't mean that you don't care about Christmas. That doesn't mean that you don't care about them. That doesn't mean that you're not going to make an effort to see them or there aren't other days you can celebrate anything. So, the more you focus on you being assured of the right you have to do what makes you happy or give to your own family as you define it, the more you will be able to enforce these boundaries. And just remember that, you know, even if they don't understand, if somebody loves you, they will respect it. So I really want you to, even if you feel like this year you can't do it, I know it's kind of short notice, maybe your plans have already been made, start to think about what you'd want your holidays to look like um, in the future. And just even let yourself go there and work on building the self-assurance as time goes on. That's where I have a lot of my clients start. So I hope this resonated with you. Again, I talk a lot about this in my course, Self-Assurance 101. It's a great time of year to reset and give to yourself. So if you want to check it out, it's starboardgrowth.mykajabi.com. And please follow me on my socials at Courtney Kilnane on Facebook, Instagram, and I'll catch you on the next one. Bye-bye.